Welcome to The Media Coach, a podcast designed to build your business and your brand. for joining me today. I am so lucky to have with me an accountability and performance coach, Cara Johnson from KJ Coaching. Cara has an extensive background in not only real estate, but sales and works with some of the most elite performing agents in the country and also agencies. She's trusted by some of the biggest names in property. And I'm so excited to have her here with me today because what she's going to uncover is the silent questions that your clients are actually asking you. A lot of the time when you sit in front of somebody, they won't have the courage or the kahunas to really ask you what they are thinking. So I wanted to sit down with someone who coaches the most elite and discover what those silent questions are and how we can nail them together. So Cara, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. What an honour it is to be here. <laughs> Two ladies, hey? Two ladies yes. on the real estate world. So you talked to me about this topic and I got really excited over it, probably a little bit too excited. <laughs> um, but that's pretty standard with someone like me. Um, and what I wanted to talk to you is about these silent questions. You know, yes. as a real estate professional, we're constantly trying to build rapport with people and we're constantly trying to build instant connections with them. And it's so important, like first impressions count, right? But then when we're delivering this masterpiece and this listing presentation straight in the living room, you have one shot, right? And these three amazing questions that you gave to me really resonated with me. And I'm really hoping, obviously, our audience out there also gets a lot of, I guess, great rapport with their clients from following these questions. So the number one, obviously... Number one silent question that a potential client could be asking you is what? Now, the first one, because you're right, like we can totally overcomplicate the whole process. And I think these three questions really simplify it for us. And so the first one um, is probably not going to surprise most of your listeners. It is, can I trust you? Now, this is something that we're all trying to do. We're all trying to build that trust, that deeper connection, that deeper trust with our clients so that when it comes for them to decide whether you are going to become their real estate agent, it's not really a question. It's something that they just straight away and they don't need to make a decision. The decision's already been made along the way. So this is a really important question. Trust is one of the highest and most precious commodities that we can have. Like if you just think about it, if we had the opportunity and we had like this little skill that we could bottle up trust into a nice little bottle and we could give it to all our clients before we walked into a listing presentation, how awesome would that feel? Like you could just game change it, (laughs) know that we just got the listing. So, So this is a really important question that we must take the time and educate ourselves on how to answer this um, properly um, because it is going to be a deal breaker. You know, it's quite funny because even though like in sales, we're kind of taught to wear fancy suits and drive fast cars and look really schmick and flash. Yeah. 
it's often those type of stereotypes that are actually really personified with like the Tinder swindler or scammer, yes. you know, right? Like it's a bit scary to think that like online, those people like Bitcoin traders are huge at the moment and they're trying to obviously take over agent profiles. And one of the reasons for this is because they look so good online that if they steal that agent's profile, it instantly builds rapport and they look like they yes. success. And unfortunately, real estate is an industry that is constantly hit with really bad headlines when it comes to trust. Yeah. You know, Definitely. people love to attack real estate agents, even yeah. though they have no idea how hard the job actually yeah. is. Before um, you even meet someone, you're already on the back foot as a real estate agent. And I'm a customer. I actually put up a funny skit recently, and it was a thing on Lux Listings and these two agents had walked in the guys like I'm in the presence of gods and then I did like this really funny parallel versus like the hangover scene where like as soon as you meet someone they're instantly bashing you because that's typically what people do and at the end of the day this is their biggest financial asset right it is their biggest financial asset investors even you know it's one of their biggest things in their portfolio nine times out of ten they're going to have so much energy and so much emotion towards it so what I wanted to ask you is a really complex question, but how do we build more trust and rapport instantly when we meet people? So when we talk about trust, like you can have like excellent communication skills, you can have world-class marketing, you can have charisma, you can have all of that. You can have some really big goals, but if you cannot build trust, to be honest, you're just not going to get very far. Um, and for us, is what we're just talking about. For real estate agents, we actually, they actually, we actually don't get a huge window to build that trust. Like it's a really short window for you to be able to do that. And, and so there's a few things that we can do. Now, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is to build trust. Is for us to show our intentions and to show our intent. So. Um, you can probably relate this to maybe a, a telemarketing call that you receive yourself. And I'm not sure if you've received many of those. For some reason, I think I'm on like a pretty big list out there. <laughs> I get them all the time. <laughs> probably because you love for them. You should do what my brother uh, yeah. does. Well, <laughs> he just, as soon as he gets like a telemarketer call, he's like, what are you wearing? And they're like, oh, that's that's a good. Well, I'm I'm just a sucker for it because I want to hear their sales skills. So I kind of lead them a little bit to see how good they are. But one of the things that goes out the window um, for me is trust on those conversations, because as soon as I ask them, why are you ringing? They skirt around the reason. Well, this is not a sales call. And all of a sudden, I do not trust them one little bit. So one thing I think, like there's heaps of things that we can be doing to build trust. But I think the one thing that we forget about is to actually show our intentions and our intent. I think, like, I think as real estate agents, we somewhat try and camouflage ourselves as real estate agents. When we go in there, we go in there as their friend. We want to go in there as someone that is helping them. And, and so we are not really clear of the reason why we're calling them or the reason why we're in their lounge room. The reason why you're there in their lounge room presenting to them is to win the business. Like that's why you're there. Yeah. So it's not, so you don't need to hide that. 
you can probably tone the intention down and it doesn't need to come across as salesy. Um, but showing your intention is one thing that I truly believe is really important to actually lift the level of trust with a client that's sitting in front of you. Mm. One of the things that I've done actually with all my agents as well is the power of earned media. And by earned media, I'm sure some of our guys that have listened to me talk before, I talk about the power of other people saying you're great rather than you talking about how great you are. Yes. And every yes. single one of my guys now in their listing presentations, they have a, what I call a social proof document. And not only does mm -hmm. it have reviews, because reviews are really easy to fake now in 2022, um, yes. it has numbers, names and numbers of people mm -hmm. that, that they can call. And we always, whenever I do like a bulletproof listing strategy or kit, I always say at the end in summary, I know we've talked a lot about today and the decision that you're about to make is a huge one. And I want to let you know, I'm going to be here to support you on every aspect of the sale. But what's so important to me is that you put your property in the safest hands possible. And I've had the privilege of helping many people do this. And if you feel nervous or if you feel uncomfortable or if you need a little bit of reassurance, here I know a lot of agents are going to hand you some reviews. Here are my reviews. There are a lot more online on and I implore you to look at the results that I have achieved. But also please feel free to reach out to some of my past clients who have obviously I've helped guide through this entire process and really enjoyed working with. So if there is anybody that you just want to have a call with and a chat about, you know, make sure you leave that list. And I can tell you just leaving their names and numbers, they never call, they never call, <laughs> they never call, but just leaving those names and numbers, they're like, oh, you know, like th there is social proof here that this guy is good at what he does. Yes. Or this female is good at what they do. All right. Yeah. Number so two. True. Number two, the second secret silent question that every client of yours will ask you. Okay, so this one is something that most agents are have already got the resources and this is what they're trying to, um, um, to express. But putting it this way simplifies it um, and it really brings it to the forefront what's truly important. And this, the, so the silent question that your clients are going to be asking you is, are you committed to excellence? Now, this comes back, and I think Tony Robbins explains it really well. Um, I'm not going to try and compete with him and how he explains that we should be driving, we should be striving for excellence and nothing less. And this is the same in front of our clients. So it's not just about getting the job done. It's not just about um, it's trying to find that little bit of a wow factor, um, that human touch that you are going to be able to give to your clients, that they can, you can express to them that there is no other agent out there that is going to work harder than you are um, to get the result that they're after. So that you're constantly trying to strive for excellence rather than just do a good job or get the property sold. You know what is so funny is how many clients are actually mystery shopping you now too. Yes. And I've got to say this lovingly because I remember once I was at a conference and this woman stood on stage and she said 48% of real estate agents don't respond to their buyer inquiry and 24% don't respond to seller leads. And I kind of laughed because I was like, no, my clients would run down nude a street to find a seller lead. 
But yeah. it's really funny how, you know, in my journey in sales and careers and working with a lot of performers, one of the first things I ask is about their lead management plan. Because a lot of the time when we talk about excellence now, it becomes down to how quickly you're serving that customer because everybody lives in an on-demand world. We've gone from a world where we used to sit down at six o'clock and watch the news to everything is on demand. If I want to watch a show on Netflix, I can because it's on demand. It is there available for me. I can watch it. I can stream it. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest things that I always talk about is how quickly you need to get back to your customers. And what is that initial customer experience? You know, I had an amazing coaching session yesterday and one of, she's incredible. She even showed me her welcome email that she sent to her clients. And I went, yeah, that looks like spam. <laughs> and she went, what? And I said, yeah. sometimes we send things, you know, we use technology because we think it makes our experience better or we think that we, you know, but it actually dehumanizes and depersonalizes the whole experience. Yeah. And you're not and making anyone feel special. No. And our goal is to really bring back to that human experience. And it's Absolutely. always to be human first and agent second, because that's really traditionally what's going to create a better connection with someone. Alrighty. On Absolutely. to the last final question for me. The yes. third and final silent question that every single one of your clients will ask you. Yes. So this one I'm truly passionate about uh, and I would love everyone to embrace this even more about and sit down and actually question how you answer this and how you express this in front of a client. So the question is, do you care about me? And I guarantee you now all clients that you're sitting in front of are wondering this about you um, because thank goodness it's all changed um, the way that we do real estate. It's not just about a real estate have agent having the gift of the gap and doing all the talking. Um, people just don't want that anymore. Um, and so thank goodness that they don't. Um, we, we've moved away from that. We are starting to realise that we need to ask better quality questions to truly understand what is important to the client that's standing in front of us and truly understand their situation. Like we all know that information is king. Like the more information that we have, then we can truly um, be the solution to their problem because that's all we are as real estate agents. That's all we are. You're just a solution to somebody's problem. Um, and so if you express that in a way that making sure that they actually see that you care about them, really really important you know it's quite funny because I actually covered this topic recently with Matt uh, Matt Steinwade and you know we, he talked about care is your greatest asset mm. and I kind of I mean I'm on the other spectrum where I care too much <laughs> right like and I think even my clients know that like if they message me at midnight I'm like yep replying you know yes. like yes I'll, you know, I care because I, I really, I think it comes down to sometimes a little bit over borderline of caring about too much about what that person thinks. Um, but I do, I really do care. And I kind of asked and I said, well, how do we improve our care if you just don't really care? Like, how do you actually improve that? And one of the things that really came out of it was what you have to do is really listen to that person you know, and listen to what they're saying to you. Mm -hmm. Because 
sometimes if you're a little bit like me and you're a fast talker, um, I'm not actually focusing on what that person's saying. I'm focusing on what I'm about to say next rather than genuinely listening. And sometimes care can just be picking up on those little things that really matter to people or making someone feel what they're feeling is valid, you know, and not just going down the standard sales pitch of what we kind of are typically used to. So if you're sitting there and you're like, how do I improve my care? I always get my clients to say, well, what's in it for me in choosing you as my agent, right? And what sets you apart from any other competitor? And I cover this in like a unique selling point proposition. But sometimes I think if you uncover those two questions too, you'll actually find what drives you and what actually makes you care about that person more. Because I think it's really valuable to not care so much about the commission check because the best, and I say this with love, the best agents I work with, they don't necessarily care about money and it's really strange, but Mm -hmm. they don't do it for the money. They do it because they love helping people through what can be an exceptionally challenging time in their life. Absolutely, absolutely. When I talk to my clients about their elevator pitch, that, that, that question where is, well, why should I choose you as my agent? Like what, why, what's your points of difference? And I, and I put a lot of my clients on the spot. I say, well, why should I choose you as my agent? And most of the responses that I get are pretty standard. And to be honest, all the answers are all about them as the agent. Yeah. If you start to have better language and it's not about you, it's about them. And even if, even the answer to that question, why should you be magic? Your answer should always still come back to, well, if you do have the track record in your in your um, community and you have it in your core area, well, that is a point of difference for you. But, well, what does that mean to the client that's sitting in front of you? Well, why is that important to them? Why should that be important to them? Uh, because it's not going to be the same for everybody. Um, so changing our language and just keep changing it, keep thinking about it, well, it's not about you. It's about them. It's so important. And there's even little things that you can do to do that. Like I remember, um, this is off the record, dating advice, ladies and gentlemen. So maybe don't do this one. But I remember like like if my husband, my girlfriend's a psychologist and she can't help like if I ever talk to her, like whether it's about my relationship or anything, like just girl chat, right? Yes. And one of the things that I remember when me and my husband were having a disgruntled agreement, she goes, you've got to stop saying the word you. <laughs> I'm like, why? It's his problem. It's, you know, like, it's all about, like, it's his fault. Like, he goes, but you say you. You've got to do this. You've got to change that. You've got to do this. I said, as soon as you're saying you, you lose all authority in that conversation because you're blaming them. Yes. So one of the things I do, which I don't know if you can do in your listing presentations, but I try and remove the word you or I from my dialogue. I know I'd say we're going to work together to achieve industry leading results. Yes. And when I do those small little, t- it becomes a partnership. We're a team working together to make your sale the most exceptional result possible. Yeah. So I and think you're making the client's opinion mean something that yeah. as soon as that you are starting to work together there, it doesn't, they don't then think, well, my opinion doesn't matter anymore because they're just going to take over the sale process and I'm not really going to have, 
get to make any decisions from here on in. That's like by you saying that you're that it's a we that we're a team, that you're still giving the power back to them. It's still that you care about them, um, which is really important. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Thank you so much. And <laughs> my pleasure. It was so wonderful to have you on and I look forward to another chat with you shortly. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye everyone. Thank you.